Well, hello, Melanie Spring. I'm so excited to have you on the Dating Advisory Board today. Melanie is the Chief Inspiration Officer at Cicerina. She's an international speaker and she's a brand strategist for Cicerina and how building your brand personally and professionally. And I'm so excited to have you here. So let's talk about your life journey and how you got here today. Oh, just go deep right away. Yeah. I see how this works. You know it. <laughs> My journey. Goodness gracious. What would you like to know about my journey? How would you like to know? Well, I know your journey, but I'd like you to share with the listeners, which because I found it very inspiring. Um, and how you got to help with build, building brands and then eventually going out on your own and building this arena and inspiring people all over the world with your speaking engagements. Nice. Uh, so I'll give you the short version because I don't okay. think we have that long on the podcast. <laughs> but basically, I have a marketing degree, a communications degree, and I built websites from the 90s until not too long ago. And so kind of taking that website design experience and then being able to pull that into brands and being able to learn businesses. I In 2009, I lost my job because of the downturn in the market and um, was asked, what would you do if I can't pay you anymore? And I said, I would work for myself. They're like, great, let's do that. Wow. Yay. 30 days later, I had my own business. So I've been an entrepreneur since 2001, but restarted in 2009. And seven and a half years later, we're still kicking. So doing brand strategy is the thing that I love to do. Being able to help people personally and professionally and figuring out who they are, how they make people feel and what it is that makes them sing. What's their heart singing thing that they can do? And that's generally makes my heart sing. So I figured out my purpose was to help people with their purpose and make that thing the thing that supports them. Yeah, and you've been very instrumental in helping me with the dating advisory (laughs) work, so thank you. She's really good. But um, so if you're starting out a dating strategy and you're in the dating world and how we tie it back into business, how would you create your own dating strategy for a client? Say, I come to Melanie, I need a brand in my business, but also personally, I don't know what I should be doing. Well, people don't come to me for their dating brand strategy, but if I was actually to take that idea of business brand strategy and put it into the dating world, I I have to say I actually did that for myself. Oh, let's hear about that. And you don't know that, but you kind of know that, but not fully. So uh, a couple years ago, I read the book um, by Amy Webb. It's Data, A Love Story. And when I was listening to it, when I was reading it, not listening to it, I was realizing that most people aren't actually being their real selves online. And yeah, obviously I've met a lot of guys who are not who they are (laughs) after you get to know them. Right. And so basically what I realized was I had to stand up and be fully who I really wanted to be in order to find the man that I was really looking for. So basically looking at the book and the ideas in the book and how I could take that into my personal life, not just to create the perfect profile, but to actually be the woman on the other end that could be attractive to that person. So most of the strategy for that has to do with looking into who you are, fixing the things you really want to fix so that you can be ready for that right person, and then being able to take that into creating a super profile, which Amy talks about in the mm-hmm. book, That's and really being able book. to just really build out who you are and and what you really like, but without going overboard. I mean, you know this. So many businesses put all their features and benefits right up front, and I'm usually like, uh, well, yeah, but what do you make people feel? Right. And the same thing happens with dating. They put every single, like Amy in the book, put her entire resume online and nobody was interested because that's not interesting to people. They don't wanna know your entire life story right up front. So the same goes with business. You don't necessarily wanna put everything out there. You wanna make sure you're giving them a specific feeling because if they're the right person for you, they'll get that feeling and be like, oh, tell me more. Yeah, let me see what else do you have to say. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, it goes back to being authentic, right? In the boardroom and personally. Oh my goodness, yes. Authenticity is the key to success and all of those things. And if you're not authentic, then what are you doing? Right. I mean, 
I always, you know, it's interesting when you see these pictures online with other, um, and you're like, man, that doesn't seem right, you know, because they're not, it doesn't correlate well, right. right? And then maybe this, the type of text that they're writing, it's very formal, like, I like long walks on the beach. Okay, come on, <laughs> let's get creative. Did your sister write that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, your grandma? <laughs> I mean, seriously. I mean, I mean, that's, a, that's a, probably a valid question for a lot of people. <laughs> right. But no, I mean, but having some sort of strategy like Amy's book, which was really good, and I thought it was fantastic because I loved, you know, the data side to it, the technology mm -hmm. part, which I thought was brilliant, and how she wrote it was really, really awesome because she did talk technology, but she also talked from her. I mean, right. you could see her when she was writing it and whiteboarding it. Oh, totally. I mean, totally, and she was funny. Yeah. And I mean, I the, the very visual, so I could literally see her playing out. So. And she was talking about all her flaws, and yeah. it wasn't necessarily that they were flaws that needed to be fixed. They were things that she's like, you know, I don't think I would want my husband to want me to smoke. Maybe I should quit smoking. Right. Like, oh, yeah. Well, yes, of course. But most people don't think about those things. They're like, I want the perfect man. Or the perfect woman, but I'm not going to change anything about myself. Right. They should just want me as I am. Yeah. Like, and you don't like yourself, so why is anyone going to like you? Yeah, I mean, think about what you do in the business sense. You'll go in there and say, okay, well, let's list out what you want to do, what you want, what you want your brand to say, who you are. Mm -hmm. Write down a list in the dating world. Write down, here's what I want, because this is going to come down. Is this person going to be able to handle me? And I, am I going to be able to, you know, if, if there's certain things, I mean, there's give and take on both sides, but you can't have such polar opposites and just look, a lot of people say, well, I want, you know, tall, dark, and handsome, and super <laughs> successful. Well, what does that mean to you? Right. I mean, is it, don't be superficial about it. I mean, no. because it just ends up not going to work anyway. I mean, it just... And it's not interesting to want to be with everybody. Right. Like most client, most businesses are typically looking for, well, you know, everyone's my client. No, they're not actually. Who do you love to work with? And that's one thing I've been helping businesses lately with is picture the ideal client and not from the ideal sense that it's okay. Well, you know, he's money. <laughs> that's nice. The, yeah. Yes, of course the ideal client needs to have money, but what other things like, how do you like to work with them? I mean, it's the humans talking to the humans right. as is in dating, obviously. Right. But if you think about like that ideal, client it's not everybody it's that kind of person who likes to work a certain way maybe they like to like you talk fast I talk fast we like to hang out together yeah but someone who's gonna talk slow will feel like you just ran over them right that's not necessarily going to be your perfect client for a specific thing you might be able to slow down and meet their pace if you need to right but it's everybody has their own things you know it's that like everyone has to have their perfect ideal client in mind so that generally speaking in that general sense they can find those right people same with dating you can't just go out there and be like you know every guy could work no right. no they can't no there's very specific things that they're going to need to have to exactly. make sure they fit you yeah. and can put up with you. Right, right, right. <laughs> I know. I got told the other night we're at dinner and they're like, you're talking too fast. You're, you're, it's like, what? I'm from Michigan. We all talk fast. <laughs> New York, have you been there with Michigan? Just like all over the place. I know. A little bit all over the place. I know. I love it. So, um, we talked about, you know, the branding and, and how important that is in the dating strategy. You know, how is it important to stand out in the crowd? Right. I mean, is it more on the dating side when you're talking? Like, well, let's just talk a little bit more about profiles because mm -hmm. I think that's important because everybody's online, everybody's yeah. dating, and it could be completely overwhelming, right? And I mean, what would you say when you were in the dating world? Were you <laughs> <laughs> so long ago? When you were in the dating world, a year ago. Oh, yeah, I love it. <laughs> but were you on one or were you on multiple? And how were you writing? Were you writing different profiles based on different um, websites? Or I mean, can you kind of give an overview of how you did that? Oh man, I've been dating online since like 1998. 
Yeah. Is that insane? That is insane. Like, I feel like that's like 10 years ago. That's not 10 years ago. That's a long time ago. Almost yeah. 20 years ago. <laughs> Goodness gracious. I just, I feel old and I'm not no, old. You're not. It's, I'm old in the internet era. <laughs> just Which technology is technology advanced. No, but I've been dating online for a long time. And what I've realized is you have to be in different places because it's like going to one bar and expecting to meet different people. It's not going to happen. So you want to make sure that you diversify the portfolio, portfolio just a exactly. little bit. <laughs> but you also have to tailor your profile for the type of the type of feel that they're going for. So I res- I don't know anything about Bumble, so please don't quote me on this, but I was helping my brother put together his profile and I was mm-hmm. helping a girlfriend put together hers. And theirs are super short. It's only like three sentences and you have to get a lot across in three sentences. Wow. So you have to tailor it for the different platforms that are out there. But I, I mean, I did mostly OkCupid and Mash.com. I tried eHarmony for a tiny bit. Oh my gosh. It took me forever just to fill out the profile stuff. And then they kept sending me guys who were five foot two. I'm six feet tall. Are you kidding me? You can't send me guys that are five foot two. And when I finally noticed something was happening, I said something to the to the little like, here. This is why I'm having a hard time with your matches. And they were like, well, you know, we know that height is important to you, but we just also want you to know that you don't necessarily always know what you're looking for. And I'm like, what? Are you saying? No, that's not how this works. Yes, I'm okay with dating shorter guys. My first husband was short. I totally get it. But 5'2"? I'm a gar... What are you doing? Sorry to all the girls out there who are super tall with super short boyfriends. I can't do it. Like, I don't mind if you're a little taller, but my boyfriend is literally the same height as I am. And it's just... Anyway, total aside. But all of the things that you're trying to tailor for the different platforms, you have to make sure something stands out, whether it's your headline. Some of them don't even have headlines. So you have Hmm. to figure out what is the first couple things you're going to write. For girls, I have to say that short profiles, guys don't read. Right. They skim the pictures. They pick up pick up a couple little notes, and then they're off. Like they don't really look at anything other than your picture. Yeah. So make sure that if they do read your profile, it's super short and sweet, and it doesn't talk about your cat. You can't put your cat in your profile. Don't do it. There's so many things I, I could go on with a laundry list of things not to do in your profile. But what I realized with the different platforms was that I had to have a profile that was fun. Yeah. And I was always thinking about like, well, I'm an entrepreneur and I'm successful and I have all this great stuff going on. And why wouldn't anyone like me? Guys aren't looking for that in profiles. You can excite them on the second date. You don't need to like throw it all at their face right away because you'll make them feel like less of a man. And they'll be like, "Mm, is that a little too intimidating for me? Am I really interested in that girl? So having something that's more like, I like fun and adventure and please put a real picture of yourself. Yes. Oh my An updated one. Like get your friends to take one. Right. And don't black out the guy next to you. Yeah, just take a what? I mean, take, look at the the smartphones. I mean, they got high I know, quality video. Whenever someone doesn't have a new picture, I'm just like hmm. of or, themselves just by themselves. I, like, I love how they're filtered. Oh my gosh, really? Yeah. And the guys in the bathrooms, please don't take pictures in the bathroom. No. Like there is a thing called a selfie that you turn the phone around. I mean, there's selfie sticks if you want a certain angle. (laughs) Just hopefully it's not over the toilet. Yeah, please don't take them in the bathroom, especially without your shirt on. Like, don't flex for me. I don't even know you. No. No. And seriously, dick pics. Can we please talk about that for a second? Oh my God. <laughs> Let's not talk about that because it shouldn't even be a thing. Like, don't do that. Yeah, that's it's it's interesting. And they'll say, "Oh, send." I had one girlfriend said she goes, "Yeah, it was so weird." She goes, "I started I am with this guy, and he said, get on this other app.'" And start texting with me, and all of a sudden she's like, and they just started rolling all up in, in my business, all up in there. And I thought to myself, Gross. I mean, she wasn't really complaining, but she, I said, don't complain if you no. know if, if you you're, like you're, that. If you're engaging in this kind of behavior, <laughs> you can't get them to keep going unless you're going to put it on by Felipe or something. <laughs> 
God, I love it. Oh my God. So when you're talking about um, journeys, like life journeys, um, you know, talk a little bit about your podcasts. Like what you know, I know you you just started. We were just talking before the show, and I think this is really an interesting piece about and you know empowering women and how that has kind of become a you know how we need to help our sisters out. And um, so talk a little bit about your upcoming podcast. So we have one that's already started, Adventures in Branding, that's a personal branding podcast for everybody. But it's not for everybody, because it's just for people who rock it really hard. And if you're not interested in making a life for yourself and really getting up off the couch and doing something, you're gonna be bored out of your mind because I'm gonna basically be like, okay, rip up your resume and start with what's your purpose and go through these four things and here's a bunch of ways to be able to do that. It's really an adventure. It's so much fun to be able to help people with that thing. But there's also a spinoff of it that my friend Mary Gardella and I are doing. She's a photographer of women. She's an amazing photographer. I've seen her pictures. They're good. And then I do the podcast and do branding. And so we decided to focus on just women. So it's her adventures. So it's the her project which is what she does and then adventures in branding all kind of mushed together into one podcast so we've been traveling and getting to know women and getting people together women together in a room to talk about their journeys and their adventures and their lives and you know it's all the things you wish you could ask your grandma and your mom and your big sister about that you probably didn't have time or have never bothered to think about asking and you get to hear how women got to where they are and how they found success and all the failures they went through and imposter syndrome they're dealing with and all the cool things. So we're going to be doing that really soon. Yeah, I'm excited to hear that because you talk about it's almost like your advisory board in business and your dating advisory board in your personal life. I mean, if you have a strong tribe around you Mm -hmm. and you want to help empower women and you know, I mean, I've been very grateful to have great friends and that are really fun and they do want to help out. I mean, mm-hmm. there's so many times where people say, well, I don't know what to do. Yes, you do. Just ask. Yeah. If you don't ask for help, I mean, what's the worst thing they can say is no. Right. Right. And it goes back into the dating world. Totally. You know, you go to Starbucks, you see some hot guy or hot girl, just be like, hi, because everyone's on their phones anyway. I mean, no one's really paying attention. I mean, that's the one thing that's kind of sad that's going on. Like they're just missing out on opportunities. Well, maybe we should do Pokemon Go except for dating. Where like you're basically just walking around seeing if someone's actually available. That would be kind of creepy though. A little bit. Um, that's like we'll work on America. it we'll finesse the brand yeah. to see if we can make that a thing <laughs> well you know you know what I, I, I'm surprised that they haven't done I don't know if it's just on the back end with the servers for some of these um, you know dating sites is why don't they do like a two minute video clip mm-hmm. I don't understand why that has not happened where they can talk about it I mean that goes back to like the 70s and 80s where they actually used to dating have show Right. Remember that first Facebook post? Oh my God, how much? How many? Oh, that was back in the winter. You right. sent me that thing. I mean, do the dating show. I want to bring one back. Maybe we should bring it back. Uh-oh, I just oh, just got an idea. I just got an idea. Watch out. <laughs> no, but remember in the 70s yeah. and 80s, you would get a VHS tape of a whole bunch of men or women who might want to date you, and you would just pop it in, and then you would choose, would you like number one, number two, number six, number, you know, like, th- really? Yeah. Why don't we do that anymore? That would be way more well, interesting. I, I'm definitely going to look into it's it. It's like a millionaire matchmaker, yeah. except old school with oh, mustaches yeah. oh yeah no I love that I know that was the funniest clip mm-hmm. by the way if you can google that it's, it's pretty pretty good um, but you know but having even on on match or on the other ones I mean I don't you know how you can upload videos on I mean FaceTime and how they're all integrating right. are they not moving towards the digitally I mean I mean, I mean it is 
It would be really smart because then you be could smart. really get a, a chance to get to know that person without having to fully engage with them. <laughs> yes. Yeah, because you can you can figure out a person. I think you know not to be a snap judgment, but you can kind of see personality. Oh yeah, way right. better than a picture. Yeah. Because if you ever gone through a guy's profile and clicked on pictures and you're like, oh, he's cute, he's cute, yeah. he's cute. Whoa, who is that? Yeah. And then you're like, nope, I'm gonna go with no one. Because it's not consistent. Right. Yeah. Right. You're I mean, like, he's hot. He's hot. He's, what? That's the same guy. That's not possible. No, but and make something interesting in your in your bio. Right. You know, not like I said before, and make it unique, but make right. it you. So if you're going to be funny, right, on on this bio, make sure that's you being funny. Right. Make sure you didn't have your friend who's really funny. No, definitely don't have your friend who's really funny. Because then you're going to go to the date and like, oh, well, this is our, you've already kind of lied to me on right. who you are. Are you walking? I mean, how many times do I hear this story? I just had one girl tell me the other day. She's like, I walked in on this coffee date. Not even the same guy. And I said, what do you mean? She goes, I, I literally did not recognize him from the pictures. Oh, my gosh. And I said, wow. And he's like, oh, no, it's me. No, I'm like I was waiting for that, you know, red rose that was just oh <laughs> what gosh. she was saying. But, you know, and it goes back to communication. I mean, this day and age, I mean, everything is texting. I think we lose that human aspect of being able to talk on the phone. Right. I like talking on the phone. Right. You know, some people don't. But I do. I do like it. Totally. You know, I mean, I talk to my girlfriends, my parents, my friends, everybody. You know, I mean, you just kind of get in this kind of. Era. Now, the younger generation, they don't like to do it. It's all emoticons. Right. You know, I had someone say, I've had a whole conversation with my girlfriend via bit, bit emojis, emoji. right? Bit yeah. emojis. <laughs> That's so and, funny. you know, it's interesting, but, you know, I think a lot of the times the tone can set a, a separate mood, mm -hmm. right? If you say, oh, how's it going? Uh, fine. They may be busy. They just right. may have just read, and then they, what's going on? What's wrong? So what, you put a period after that. Yeah, how dare you not to <laughs> a smiley face with a heart? <laughs> I mean, you are in the doghouse. They're but, getting rid of periods now, though. Yeah, I know. I saw that. No, you can't get rid of periods. They're doing we it. Full sentences. They're not going to. Period. <laughs> I mean, they should make it period on, but on, I mean, but on text message. I mean, it's just very interesting. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, what you were just talking about kind of goes back to the business side of things with the whole video thing. Most businesses don't think about what they're putting putting out there about themselves mm -hmm. and they're not thinking about the brand. Mm -hmm. I mean, just like with dating profiles and pictures and image, having everything updated and making sure that you really know that brand. Mm -hmm. I had a friend of mine who was practicing his speech and she was talking about her dad was like the creepiest guy on the planet and how like he was the guy that was the most embarrassing human being ever and how he used to go up to people's doors and knock and say do you have children and she's like dad are you kidding me that she's like that's how he found his playmates in the summertime was like really creepy dude with like flip up sunglasses kind of thing like totally creepy and she was like explaining this whole thing from his perspective right. and she's like and that's the same as your copywriting is your copy writing actually telling the same thing that you wanted to or is it the guy with flip up sunglasses saying do you have children <laughs> like, the whole thing was so hilarious but it's so true there's so many times where our stuff out there does not match who we, we are. really are like I can't change my hairstyle again no you're you're done because every picture I have is with this hairstyle well, and my hairstyle has just moved back to California so what the heck am I gonna do you know, those are big problems. First world problems. No, I got a referral for you. <laughs> I do. And he's really good. I've been going, I try, I always joke it. So it's um, Chris over at Evolve Salon. It's a little mm. bit of a hike, but if I drive for the last, what, since 1999? Oh my gosh. No, seriously, from Maryland to Virginia. And yeah. I was like, you don't, you don't cheat on the hairstyles. Oh man, I've been driving to Bethesda forever and I'm so sick of driving. I'm kind of happy she moved, not in the happy sense, but like, okay, maybe I'll find someone closer. <laughs> 
awesome. Nobody, they're really good over there. I love them. Awesome. But um, so what, is there one piece of advice that has changed your mindset? I mean, this could be in the dating when you were in the dating world, but also um, in business that just kind of changed your mindset and thought to myself, now was it, you know, when you were, had to leave your other job when you were sitting on that mountain. So talk a little bit about that. Changed my mindset just generally about life. Life and then personal and business. Oh or man. Or it could be the same. Something that changed my mindset. It was definitely, definitely doing what I did when I lost my job, being able to go into my own business. But then a few years later, I went on the Live Your Brand Tour. And it was a it was a business road trip that I did for three weeks. And it was 7,000 miles in my cute little Honda. And I would drive, I drove around the country interviewing companies on how they live their brand. But the part for me that I realized wasn't the big, the biggest part was not the businesses that I was meeting. Yes, I learned a lot and I became a brand strategist and I became a branding expert and Entrepreneur Magazine published all of my articles and it was so amazing. But at the end of it, I realized that there was a moment that I was standing on the edge of the Grand Canyon and I was looking out at everything and I was, I don't stand for very long, as you know, I'm a mover. Like I can't, like just sitting here for this long is already like, okay, do I fidget? Do I not? So basically standing on the edge of the Grand Canyon for two hours without really moving, just kind of like walking slowly and just kind of like looking at everything, I realized that I was missing my purpose. And that's what I realized is the thing that I need to do is to help people find their purpose. And so standing there really shifted my mindset toward everything and I realized I needed to change basically everything. So I went homeless for a year and a half. I lived in my office for a year and a half. And as much as that's not homeless, it's homeless because I can tell you, I showered at the gym every day for a year and a half. Wow. You don't have a kitchen. You basically are in your own space. You have to be ready and at the office, totally ready before everyone else because you live in the office. So it was a big, huge shift in who I was and what I was doing, but I realized that I needed to change something. And that mindset shift helped me figure out where I needed to be next. And a year and a half ago, I found my apartment and my office on Capitol Hill and was able to just really become the person I really wanted to be. And my entire company changed in that time. So those three years of doing that just completely shifted where I was going, what I was doing. I mean, throw in a trip to Africa and there you go. I could just write a book about it. But yeah, yeah, and I think you should. <laughs> just add that to your list of things yeah, to do. No big deal. No I, don't, big deal. I don't really have anything on my no, to do no, list. No, 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 no. You can do it. No, no. We, you've told me some some crazy dating stories, but I always like to hear uh, hear some of your your oh, best. Man, I know. Come on, you gotta give them up. All right. So there was one that happened that. I don't even, we weren't even really dating, but I went to uh, North Carolina or South Carolina, Myrtle Beach with a friend of mine. Coast Carolina. Yeah, I went for a wedding for one of my designers and it was a few years ago and oh my goodness gracious, I just thought it was gonna be a road trip, no big deal. Somehow, some way, he got it in his mind that I was in love with him. I don't know. Oh, hold on, let me back this up. So were you dating him before? So you were just friends with this person? Just friends. Had always just been friends. Okay, and how long had you been friends with him? Um, six years. Okay. So, but you were good friends. Just good friends. Okay. Yeah. And so he had just gotten back from overseas and I was like, hey, I'm going on this road trip. Do you want to come with me? Seven hours. I'll take care of the hotel. You pay for gas. No big deal. So basically I was like, I'm going on this road trip for my birthday. I'm super excited. Just nice. needed someone to go with. And oh my gosh. 
Somehow he thought I was in love with him. Okay. Realized that we weren't in love because it's not like we were sleeping together. So I'm like, how did you, how did you get in your brain that this was actually a thing? But then um, realized that we weren't. And I was like, um, can you sleep in the other room? Because I'm not going to just don't do that. I don't know why you're being all weird. And then it just became like a fighting weekend. And then out of nowhere, we ended up on the beach walking to dinner because we were being nice to each other at that moment. Right. This is after the wedding, you know, after all the stuff had happened, like everything seemed to be okay. And then like out of nowhere, he's like, so I've got $2 million in the bank and you're really smart. So we should get married. Wow. And I was like, what? Uh, What just happened? I don't even understand. So So he basically proposed. mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Just like on the beach randomly, just kind of random, what the heck? Okay, I don't understand. Okay. But what's really crazy about this is that shortly after that, we were at dinner and I was like, um, so you're not a Christian, so it's not going to work out. But like, okay. just trying to find something. I was like, please, anything, please get me out of the situation. We should go get dinner. I'm super hungry. And he's yeah. like, um, yeah, no. No, I'm going to go get dinner. That would be really great. So we went to dinner. We hung out for there, kind of sitting outside. And Does he keep bringing it up? Like, no. Okay. He didn't say another thing about it. We sit outside, and we're, there's two other women at the table next to us. And he's European. He's friendly. Whatever. Like, we invite them over. We're, like, chit-chatting, yeah, the yeah. four of us. Because I'm like, I can't keep making conversation with this dude. Like, are you yeah, kidding you me? just proposed to me on the beach. Yeah, please. I'm like, <laughs> Have you even kissed me yet? No. No. It's just the whole That's thing. That's weird. Totally okay. weird. So... Then we're sitting at the table and he pays for dinner, pays for the drinks for the girls next to us. It was like a hundred bucks or something. He leaves $5 on the table. And I looked at him and I was like, did you tip her already? And he's like, no, why? And I was like, oh, wow. Um, because you paid a hundred dollars for that. And you're giving her five bucks. That's only a 5% tip. He goes, why should I, as a college educated person, have to tip somebody who's waiting on me? I don't understand that. You Americans are just totally weird. Like he's from America. Like his family is from here, but he's wow. from another country originally. Like his family, his family is from another country, but he's from here. But like he's been here his whole life. So it's not like he's a European who's like, I don't understand tipping. Like he's been here his whole life. And he's, I'm like, uh, no, you can't do that. He goes, what are you, a socialist? I was like, Okay. So we went from proposal to socialist. I see how this works. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, the whole thing was just one of those, I don't even understand what's happening. I don't even know if anyone can top that one. (laughs) Awesome. Like down the history of the dad best dating stories. I have have more, but I won't share them on this one. Okay. Let's save some more for when I do that show, because now my mind's already going on that. (laughs) Truth or date, right? Truth or date. Oh, my gosh. Truth or date? You want to no. tell us you. So, um, as we wrap up here, uh, tell us how people can get in touch with you, and like, what kind of exciting speaking events do you get coming up, and just sharing all the cool stuff that Melanie is has going on. Oh man, so many fun things are happening. So many things are shifting. So you can find me at sisarena.com, sister ballerina. She was my imaginary friend when I was little. So sis arena. And I'm also at melaniespring.com for speaking and workshops and talks and things like that. Um, we've got some cool stuff like a community we're building called I rock my brand, which is part of the adventures in branding podcast type thing. I have coworkers who are going to be doing some really cool projects with video soon with hashtag I brand so hard, which is going to be so much fun. That's awesome. And then just generally speaking, I'm out and about 
out kind of talking at different events all over the city and a big shout out to um, anyone in the DC Baltimore area that there's a huge conference called Outspire Summit which is going to be super phenomenal it's on branding and I'm speaking at it but I, and I'm not part of it but like other than speaking at it but it's it's one of those cool ones that you're like I need to align myself with this thing but it's Outspire Summit and it's really it's up in Baltimore it's at the Four Seasons it's going when to be amazing it? it's August 8th 9th and 10th oh, wow. but it has these parties that go with it that are just going to be like super branded she's an event event producer oh, so wow. it's going to be an amazing conference so total shout out exciting. to my friend Stephanie on that there one there you go <laughs> go Stephanie <laughs> well great well thank you so much Melanie for coming on the show and make sure everybody check Melanie out and subscribe to her podcast and, and sign up to get her newsletters because it's all great information she's inspiring to me and I know she'll be inspiring to you thanks so. Jen no problem well thanks guys have a great day